what I think people are really saying when they say I want to be more creative, because I hear this all the time as a coach, I feel like what they're really saying is I want to live in more of a in alignment. I want to feel better about what I'm doing. I want to feel good. I want to have more fun. It's like this feeling that they're really chasing. This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and make it happen. We help you define the work that's unapologetically you, and then go get it. If you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Okay, it's Scott, but you're not going to hear from me in this episode because... I'm taking some of our HTYC advice and I'm stepping away from work and this time for an entire month to be able to spend time with my family and unplug. So I'm not going to be on this episode. I am leaving you in great hands of the Happen to Your Career team. I know you're going to love it. Have you ever thought, I just want to do something more creative for work, but struggled how to make that a reality for you? If so, listen up because you're in for a treat. Today on the HTYC podcast, you're hearing from me. My name's Ange. I'm one of the career coaches on the team. And you're also hearing from another member on our team, Selena. So Selena is in charge of our book projects. And she also happens to be a fellow HTYC podcast listener. She was a former career coaching client. You heard that right. She used to be a client before she ended up working on the team. So it's really cool because we get to get her perspective around that thought that she used to have. Like, I want to do more creative work. So Selena, tell us a little bit about that thought, like when you had it and what did it lead to? I wanted to add one thing about me is that I retired from the corporate world last year and that is what led me to working with Happen to Your Career. And in my previous life, in my corporate life, I had so many thoughts about bringing creativity into, I used to work in safety and safety is not the most exciting topic for people. So how do you, can you bring in some creativity? And I really wanted to start a podcast and it just didn't happen because work was just piling on all the time. And I linked that because I'm in my early twenties, I wanted to become a sports broadcaster. So I can relate to so many jobs that I had that I wanted to become use creativity, but I, because I wasn't in a creative role, I thought that things that I was thinking about was not creative. Yeah. And I was listening actually to something recently about like our thoughts around creativity. And a lot of us tend to think, because I think we've been trained this way to think of being creative. Like it's only for like the arts specifically, music, drawing, like things like that. And I think we've even been like programmed that way to believe that, like even in our school system around like what we thought was creative stuff. So then we like grow up and we're in roles and we think like, well, because I'm not, you know, a musician or a legit like artist, then I'm not creative. Like we start to like have these beliefs, but there's still that desire in us that wants to be more creative, like that we're seeking. So that got me thinking about the whole definition of being creative and like what that is. And I was on the Googles, Googling, like what is <laughs> what does being creative mean? And it really, in a nutshell, just means that you are creating something, right? And you're, or you're using your imagination to create something new. 
And when you think about it that way, it's like all of us are creative in some way. And when, what I think people are really saying when they say, I want to be more creative, because I hear this all the time as a coach, like I always hear people say, I want to do work that's more creative. I feel like what they're really saying is I want to be in, live in more of a in alignment. I want to feel better about what I'm doing. I want to feel good. I want to have more fun. It's like this feeling that they're really chasing. Yeah. That's almost like a psychologically safe environment that they can be themselves. Yes, that's it. It's like being in alignment where you can be yourself and you can like work, create something that you like to create. And you don't feel judged or, you know, like you can just, you can, you can really create. And I, and I feel like working at happen to your career and working with the coach that I did really opened me up to, to realize that a lot of things that I was doing more outside of my job was was creative and it's like that's creative it's like yeah but you're looking for something you're looking for that thing right that makes you feel good makes you feel in alignment right yeah when we think about being in alignment it's like some people might be like what do you like really mean by that yeah I feel like it's a term like Selena and I are like buds so we're always chatting about we're gonna we just geek out about all of this stuff we can just flow into conversation right yeah and it's like really like the whole getting into alignment, we always like mention those terms. And it's like, you know, like when you're in the zone or you just feel really good, you feel lighter. You see a lot of people that we think of as creative, like when they get in the zone, it's like, you want that. It's like, I see you going into the zone. I want that. Like when Oprah would interview someone, right. And she would get into that zone and you really know she did her research because she would be like, Oh, on page this, like she was just so, she used her voice, her kind of boss style and she kind of twisted it because she could on one minute like question somebody and then the next minute she's like making the person cry right, right. so it's like it, it's it's everybody has it it's finding that and channeling it so that you can you can go with this you know go with the flow of it and let it guide you so when you think about that feeling of like being in the flow like doing work that I would say is creative what are some of those things that you do now to like add creativity into your life or that is creative to you? So many things. So after I retired, I decided to start a podcast. I had no idea how to do a podcast. So I researched how to do a podcast and I wanted to, it wasn't something I wanted to do for a living. It was more, I wanted to share my story and that was a creative way to do that. And I, I learned something and I connected with people what else? There's so many things. I do yoga, meditation. I became a holistic nutritionist. I started learning how to play the piano during COVID. I just recently started an apprenticeship to learn more about astrology and, and tarot reading. So those are some of the things that I do for, you know, outside of my job to help me with creativity. I love that you like pursued your curiosity like that's something we always talk about is like being in that energetic state where you, you follow your curiosity so that you can align and be that creative person. I think that we want to be, cause it's like those feelings that we're really chasing. And when all the things that you said that you did, you know, in your free time or you're doing now, those are all examples of like you being creative, you creating something, mm-hmm. the piano stuff, you creating music with it, the podcast, you creating content that people want to listen to. So it makes me think about like, if you're feeling like this, if you're listening now and you're, you're feeling like, I want to do more creative work. I want to know as a coach, and just cause I'm nosy like this, I want to know, like, what do you really mean by that? Do you mean that you want to have more fun 
that you want to do something that lights you up, like what exactly do you mean? Because when you get that clarity, then you can decide what that looks like to you. And then you can take steps to be that person. And I want you to think about in your life, how can you, instead of like do something that's more creative, like if I get this job, then I'm more creative, then I can be more creative. I want you to think about how you can be more creative now in your life now. Like how can you bring that creativity to whatever it is that you're already doing? So that got me thinking, Selena, for you, like, do you have an example of where, like maybe you were doing some work that you thought was kind of boring and then you like brought creativity to it? Being in pro- like uh, in roles that I've been in the past, like I used to do a lot of project management and project management, a lot of times people look at it as really boring. And I was also in safety, which is another very boring topic to people. And I loved both of those things a lot. So one of the things that I like to do is even in my role that happened to your careers, any anytime I'm doing a project is I really like to get to know the people who I'm going to be working with so that I get to know like how to work with them the best. So I feel like that's something creative that engaging in, in building relationships with people, not just managing the project and making sure everybody's getting things done is building relationships, engaging with the, the team and even how we manage the project, like listening to people's ideas on how we can work collaboratively together. How can we track things and, you know, see like as we're working on a project where we started and where we ended up and that journey that everyone's been on. So I love to incorporate that somehow. And and that didn't always come across very well in different roles I was in because it was like, why? We're just going to track things. And I thought, well, sometimes people can feel more creative and inspired if they see that people really care about what they're doing. Even if somebody was doing one thing on a project if we were if they didn't do that one thing it can affect the entire project so seeing visually seeing your progress and results and where we came from is something I really like to bring into my work oh I love that and that makes me think about how like what you're actually creating there is like you're creating these joyful experiences that's what's happening there and I see you do that often on our team of like you know you just point out the goodness that is there And then from there, this is really what we're talking about is like this energy that we all want to create more of. And if you want more of that kind of creative energy in your life, that joyful, fun energy in your life, what you need to do is generate it. And that's what you did to be more creative. So thinking about in our lives, like instead of always thinking that it needs to be external outside of us, like when I get this creative job, then I get to be more creative. Think now, how can I generate creativity and joy to where I am now? Even if it's like the most boring thing that maybe other people will be like safety, what I roll, you know, snooze, you know, project management. Like there's some stuff like that where people will be like, well, it's, you know, I already do a boring thing. I used to teach a HIPAA class. Okay, HIPAA class that people were required to go to. And I made that thing so much fun because I remember the first time I, I taught it, people were like, I could hear the sighing. They did not want to be in the class. People are falling asleep. And it's like, this is so boring. Like, I cannot be in this space. And I thought like, okay, if I'm a creative person, how can I bring creativity? How can I bring joy here? This also reminds me of another statement I love, which is this whole concept of rejoice always. So Mm. rejoice actually means to bring joy to. I remember when I first heard that concept, I thought it meant like, you know, it's like, okay, so I'm supposed to be happy in like the most miserable situations. Like, how does that happen? It's like, no, 
you're being called to bring joy to. Yes. So then it made me think about, okay, in that HIPAA class, Ange, you can bring joy to this. You can bring creativity to this. You are in charge of like the energy that's there. Like if you don't like the energy that's there, then shift it. You have mm-hmm. power to do so. So what I did was I made up these scenarios where people had to like act out things. Like there was HIPAA violations that would happen. And we'd always talk about, this is what could happen if you had a HIPAA violation and you violated, you know, a patient's privacy or whatever. You're the actor. You're the person that's going to call. You're going to answer the phone and like yada, yada. So I put people in these different positions. So it was like, it was fun because we used to like have a fake phone and be like, hello, I'm calling to report. We just like laugh so <laughs> yeah. much about it, but it still like taught the entire concept. And people will remember, people remember, yeah. will remember that because you were able to connect with each other rather than just reading slides or reading a book, right? Exactly. That's what it's really about. And I think about anything that you're doing, like, I don't even care what it is. It's like, you can make it fun. You can bring a creativity there. You don't need to feel, wait to feel good when you get X job that's more creative. We, I think you, we, we were talking about this one day is about like when we have our status meetings, we weekly status meetings, you're going for a walk. So, you know, going for walking meetings, like incorporating nature, you know, just yeah. changing things like that. I know one thing that I learned about recently is something called sentence stem. So you could say something like, I really want to be a part of this project because, and give people like two or three minutes to write down why they want to be part of something. And then you can share it or keep that so that when things get really hard, you can look at that and go, this is why I wanted to be a part of this. And and then you can look at your values again and go, is this lining up with my values? Is this lining up with really what I really want to do? Yeah, that's cool. So it's like, when you think about it, It's like, what are the creative approaches that you can bring into what it is you're already doing? You can think about that way. And then sometimes you get ideas. Sometimes you're like, "Eh, I still don't resonate with being creative. So I don't know what you're talking about. My dad's boring. Maybe like you still go there. (laughs) But what if you switched it to kind of like, what else can you do to make this more fun? Because if you think about it, when we're saying, oh, we want to be more creative. A lot of times we're saying, I want to have more fun. I want to enjoy my life more. I want to live in more alignment. What else can you do then to have more fun? How can you bring joy here? How can you bring creativity here? How can you be the light kind of thing? And what I've seen as a coach is like, when you can do that with where you are and you stop making it, making it be about like, I won't change to feel different until my circumstance changes. Like when you take your power back and you're like, I can feel good here where I am. I can be creative here. I can bring joy here. What happens is, is like you shift into this state where opportunities come your way, more opportunities to be creative come your way. And I think that's what happened with you, Selena, because if you think about who you used to be to like who you are right now, like you're doing so much creative stuff. Like it's crazy. You could write a whole novel here of all the things that you're doing. I don't even recognize like myself in the more. I'm like, what you're describing is almost like embracing things that like people want to do as a child, but they, you know, your circumstances or people's expectations get in the way. And now uh, because I have this freedom, it's my time. I just have this, like all these ideas that it's like, okay, it's, it's okay. That even if it's something people think is stupid, who cares? I can do it if I want to and, or not. And it's just, I'm really embracing my inner child is what I feel I've done or I'm doing right now. Yeah. So that makes me think about how you said it's like that childlike state of us that we want to like 
bring back out where we used to feel like we could be ourselves, we could play. It's like, how can we bring that energy more into whatever it is we're doing? But I think what happens is like stuff gets in the way, like you were alluding to, it's like the rules like a lot of like expectation structures, um, stigma, like stigma against, like you were saying about, oh, well, people who do music, they don't make very much money unless they're, you know, they become Taylor Swift. Right. But that's okay. That if they're happy. And so I think I grew up around that, like any creative things like music or I was in sports and that was creative. All of those things I love to do. And then because I was working at a very young age, it was like, that wasn't as important. It was more like, oh, you got to go to school, become a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah. And so all the creative things, they're still there. It's just, they get pushed down. And there's a, this rule that you have to follow. Like there's a, um, yeah. like you need to be this kind of person. Like I was literally just talking to one of my clients earlier today about this, how he went to law school and he was talking about what he's interested in now. And instead of like writing and stuff, like coming up with these stories and it's so cool. And I can tell he's so like gifted in that way. And he lights up when he talks about it. And he was like, you know, like, it's really interesting to me because it's almost like that part of me has been like, no, like you need to focus on this side, like be a lawyer or do this thing. And then that creative side of him was like, kind of like tucked away. And he said in his own mind, he also never thought of himself as a creative person. And now he's like, wait, like I am creative. There is stuff I'm interested in where I create things. And, you know, it's so it's it's interesting to see like that shift starting to happen. And I think a lot of that unfulfillment that was showing up for him, for a lot of us is because we desired to be that creative person. And we're, we don't want to be vulnerable about it because sometimes it's like people like, why would you want to do that? You know, it's like, because it makes, it lights me up. Exactly. It makes me think too about like how energetically, if you think about when we start placing rules around how things have to be, like we're like, you have to do something exactly this way kind of stuff. It like, we're not creative anymore about it. I was just listening to an author earlier talk about how when she, she knew, like she wrote her book, like without a publisher and everything, like she did all of her stuff on her own because she was like, I know myself. And I know as soon as they start placing expectations around this whole process, my creativity isn't going to come out. And that makes me think about like the workplace and how there's all these expectations around like how people have been behaving, like even in meetings, like you come to the meeting, you know, it starts like this, ends like this, yada, yada. But like, no one thinks about like the creative things we can do to make this meeting more fun. Cause that got me thinking about when I was doing consulting work before I came to the HTYC team, I was coaching on my own and then also doing crisis communications consulting work. So I was working with a lot of governmental contract stuff where we're designing crisis scenarios to train people on how to handle them. So I'm in these meetings with a lot of people, primarily men. I was like one of two, I think females and it was ran in a very like rigid way of like, you know, it just, boring and not shallow like military very yes. just structured yeah. it was very much like that and it would just be you could tell everybody would disengage they were never listening they're always doing something on their laptop you know like watching like i've seen people watching youtube videos like while someone was you know presenting <laughs> and i'm just thinking like they zone out because it's boring and i remember being like hey i have a recommendation can we do a quote of the day just a quote of the day at the end of the powerpoint and i remember that the leader was like 
okay. And I was like, well, I know you like quotes because remember you shared with me that you like these quotes. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then I remember he did his next PowerPoint and it had a quote of the day. Like I was so proud. And I told him, I was like, you know, I think other people really enjoy it. It would inspire us, keep us on track. Like you like to do, you know? And he like put this quote of the day and it was always like a funny thing. At the end of the PowerPoint, we were all waiting to see what quote he came up with and it would make people laugh. And it like shifted the energy. And I saw people even take their headphones out when they knew the presentation was about to end to like listen to like the corny quote of the day but it's like little things like that that these are really what I like to think about it as like energy shifters I remember also back in the day when I used to do a lot of auditing when I worked in county mental health we had to prepare for all these crazy audits and people would be like oh it's gonna be hell week you know this audit's happening and it's like that's where people's mind goes and I'm like I'm going to figure out how to make this fun. Like, how can we make this a fun thing? So what we did was like, we bought each other presents like every day. Like I just did this thing where it's like, we're going to draw a hat each day. You know, like we have a different person. We're bringing something small, like, you know, a candy bar or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like tiny little things that like got us excited. And then we vowed that we were dressing nice that week. We like put ourselves in this other little room. And then I did like these competitions, because we noticed that we were really low in um, our performance indicators with mm-hmm. certain things in mental health. And I started doing competitions for like each group where there was like pizza parties that you get if you if you won. And like, I would display information in like weird childlike ways. And I remember even having so much mind trash about that. Are they going to think I'm silly or whatever? But then you have to remember this, going back to what you said earlier, there is an inner child in each of us. Yep. That's wanting to come yes. out. And like, if we play on that, it's just like, someone has to be the first person on the dance floor. Yes. The party started. Like you were for our fun squad photo challenge. You were like the first one, right? That. Oh yeah, it was. That was fun. You kicked it off and then everybody started sending the pictures and everybody was so, it was so much fun. Like nobody really cared who won. It was, it was so cool to share everyone's personality, right? Or their yeah. inner child of for the different categories we had, like that's some fun things that we do at work, you know, that helps us to be more creative as well. So I love that you're, you're bringing up that story because at HTYC, we really try hard to practice what we preach. We learn so much, even from our clients, we've all felt like those same feelings. So it's just like a really cool place to be. Cause one of the things we practice is being intentional about having fun being creative and things like that. So we have like this, we have our fun squad who like has activities and, you know, like we generate that. So I'm just thinking about those that feel like maybe you work in a boring place. Like, can you be the change that you wish to see in the world? <laughs> like we need to go back to quotes, you know, like how can you start that there? Cause what if the creativity and stuff isn't happening because no one's taking ownership to start it and be that person. They're waiting, like they're waiting to like move to an external thing versus like, how can I be creative now? Because the thing is, if you can bring that to where you are now, watch the doors open for you. The opportunities to be more creative will show up for you because now as Selena and I would like to say, you're in alignment with that. Amen. This is exactly why I started listening to this podcast is because we are very consistent with our message because of the message that Scott started when mm-hmm. he started his journey. We believe this is, you know, this is the HTYC, not just our why, but the why for like what we want for the world, right? People having meaningful work, having a psychologically safe environment to work in, being able to be your inner child and not be judged. And, you know, we want to, we want to serve the world, this stuff. So being in, it's, it might be hard work at the beginning, but the results and the way you get to live your life going forward is, it's priceless. Yeah. It's about like 
It definitely is priceless because, oh, like that brings up another thing I always talk about is because not that I'm here to be like selling you on the whole coaching, like process itself. Like I'm sell, I like to, I like to always say I was all you on yourself because it makes me think about the concept of priceless. Like when you think about investing in yourself, like you did, yes. you know, like you invested into this whole coaching process because you know that it was priceless to truly enjoy your life. And you knew that there was like, you needed that clarity. You needed that help and that support. And you were willing to invest in yourself to be that person and ask for help. That was a big thing for me is to ask for help. Yeah. And I don't don't know why I brought that up with the whole creative thing, but I just felt like it's in alignment because we're seeking to be more creative, to create more and do more things, you know, like be our true self. But sometimes there's that hurdle, that thing that's getting in the way. And then really what happened, what's happening is here is you just need help. I kind of think about it as like, I'm a hiker. So I always like really everything back to like hiking. Like, let's say I'm trying to like hike up these crazy boulders. And I just know I want to get over those boulders and get to this top of the mountain, have this beautiful view and just really enjoy it. But this boulders in the way. And it's like, I can't because my bag is heavy. I got these sticks and all this stuff. And I'm like trying to get over it and I can't, but maybe I just need to, instead of giving up and just like being like, I guess I can't do this, you know, look to see who can help me, give me a hand to pull me up. And maybe it's someone that's already up there that got there. And that's how I think about with HTYC is like our whole team, all of us on our team have been in situations where we did not like what we were doing. We felt like we were meant for more. We were looking for our second mountain because we hit like this valley, right? And it was like, help me start climbing up. But, you know, we were all in these jobs where I can say personally, where it's making all this money and, and, you know, I had all these, and it was like, but I'm not happy. And then you kind of fall into this not so good place. And then that's when, you know, HTYC kind of helped save my life, so to speak, because then I started asking for help to go up the second mountain, which is more about community and more about serving others and helping others and helping each other. When you said what you said, it resonated with me. And I thought I have to say this because we have all, we're all supporting each other on our second mountain in life. And that's what we want to do for others. Exactly. Like truly, I hope people can hear that. Like what I love about our team is that, and I'm glad that you guys are get to hear from more of us is that I believe we're like, we're just authentic. Like we really are here to help you, our entire team. So like when you come work with us as like even coaches, it's not just us that you get, you have access to our whole team. And we're really cool, but I'm obviously very biased. We are a very cool team. (laughs) I'm super (laughs) fun to hang out with, but we just like give you the space to be your true self, you know, to say how you really feel. So there's one quote I think I want to just give to to wrap this up. And actually I'm going to recap two tips, two things that you can do because I'm all about strategy. But before we get to that, the quote that I just want to say to wrap this up is like, the reason why you feel so drained is that you're not doing enough of what lights you up. And that's really why you feel that way. So just paying attention to your energy, what else is going to light you up? And maybe you just need to bring a match into the space you're already in and light it up where you already are but it's something to think about. Get clear. So the tips in a nutshell, in summary, that we think that you should do, the next steps you should take is number one, get clear on how you want to be more creative slash maybe think about it as having more fun. What exactly would that look like to you? How can you bring it into what you're doing now? And then the second tip relative to the first one is that I want you to think about being a creative person. 
not just doing creative things, but being a creative person. If you were a creative person, how would you act where you are now? How would you do the work that you're doing now? So think about that, ponder on that, plan it out. Like this week, can you think of one thing that you can do that's more fun or more creative for you? I think about this comes from like, um, if you're familiar with the book, The Artist's Way and Julia Cameron, she writes about a play date. Are you familiar with that, Selena? Yes. Yeah. Like having a play date every week, like one day a week. And I just love that concept of just being committed to like putting it actually in your calendar that you're going to be creative. You're going to show up creative at least one of those days. Like whatever goes into your calendar, I like to think about it as the things that matter most to you that you want to prioritize. And if you're feeling, if you're asking yourself the question or you're saying, I want to do more creative work, how can I do that? Then that means you got to prioritize being that person now. That's how you become a creative person is you act like a creative person now. That means you use your time in that way. So it needs to go into the calendar. So in a nutshell, put it in the calendar. Anything else you want to add, Selena, before we go? I would just say, just to add to what you're saying is believe it and you will see it. Hey, I hope you loved this episode. Thanks so much for listening. And if this has been helpful, then please share this podcast with your friends, with your family, with your coworkers that badly need it. Here's a sneak peek into what we have coming up in store for you next week. It takes your power away, you know, when it's always based on something externally outside of you for you to feel better. So I see that the people that create just really cool results in their life, it's because they focus on themselves, what they can control and keeping their energy high. All that and plenty more next week, right here on Happen to Your Career. Make sure that you don't miss it. And if you haven't already, click subscribe on your podcast player so that you can download this podcast in your sleep and you get it automatically even the bonus episodes every single week, sometimes multiple times a week. Until next week, adios, I'm out.